I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm Muss. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are off to the flooded forest. The monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the. A dense region of deep dark green. Due to a constant flow of water, the majority of this forest has become submerged. The eye-catching ruins here can be scaled by using the wirebug. Among these endless streams, not is what it seems. Beasts lurk in the shadows, claiming many a soul. Beware these dark waters, they will swallow you whole. So this one is uh, repeated, it's like a remake of a map, right? Yeah, it's the it's the I'm up from uh, try. So obviously, it used to have a lot more underwater bits, mm. um, but certainly the sort of main cave system and the the bits where you are standing on water. Um, yeah, a lot of that used to be in the map. So yeah, definitely a revisiting a location, a nice little reimagining to, to uh, remove the water mechanics. The stuff yeah, like yeah, the cool, um, cool the pyramid and that in the background. Could you actually climb them at all in try? No, 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 no. I, I wouldn't have even necessarily known they were there as such. Like there would've been background settings. You couldn't go that far across because you had the water area around that point, right? So you'd have been underwater at that point. Yeah, so it was it was just a background asset originally. I'm looking at a picture. It definitely it was in the background in Try, but yeah, because yeah, for me that's the highlight of this. I love <laughs> like old Mesoamerican uh, pyramids and all of that architecture. So yeah. And you can scale it with so much ease in this game, <laughs> yep. if you want to. By using the wire bug. Using the old wire bug. <laughs> According to the description. I do like uh, exploring, like going into the little kind of like, yeah, um, almost like tomb areas within the within the pyramid. Um, I think they chuck in a couple of rare mm. beasties in there as well, from what I recall. Um, yep. But yeah, very yeah, fun. But- very fun to explore. King of the Nibbly Wrigleys. It's also just fun jumping off of it. <laughs> I like getting to the top of it and seeing how far I can uh, wire bug. I, if I was, what, it's the gun lance, isn't it, that's got like that tech. I don't think I'd ever be able to pull it off, but uh, I'm sure it's a pretty fun map for just messing about with I... that. You know yourself across the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite a, quite a compact map. I think it's the smallest one, other than unless you count the coral set piece at the end with the whatever big boy. Do you think it is? I can't say I've noticed it being particularly. I feel like it's small. I'd say say there's definitely a few areas that the monsters tend to like go towards, but I think because this, you know, big massive fucking pyramid aside, the actual areas where you fight the monsters, the verticality aspect is 
definitely toned back for this map, and that might be... Yep, yep. You say that, but I think this is the one where I I can never remember how to get to the cave if they ever do go underground. Maybe because it's you don't go there that often. But yeah. I mean, it's just straight up from the start area, isn't it, basically? Yeah, but by the I time mean, I need to go there, I'm not at the start it. area. <laughs> right. Mm. But yeah, I do find myself being like, oh, it's gone underground, I can't remember how to get there. And I follow the map, and it's like, <clears> nope, I'm above it. Yeah, I, I I I can't remember the full layout off the top of my head, but like it's certainly one of the routes you, you, to it used to be underwater, so maybe that's been lost. I, I, okay. I don't know off the top of my but head. yeah, I mean, we're talking like thirty seconds of inconvenience. I'm not wandering around like I was in the ancient yeah. forest or anything. But yeah, absolutely. And, and I think I think that when we talk about the the height as well, I suppose there is the the waterfall, which adds a bit of extra verticality to it, and that you can like cross that waterfall, can't you, and get to one of the sort of secret areas. Plus, fight fighting in like the. The shallows under the waterfall is just a really cool environment to have a little fight. But I think the actual fight arenas themselves, yes, they are quite flat. Like they're flat, but they're pretty. I think, that's the big thing. I think the thing. Most of the maps, the actual arenas are just like three or four big flat patches, right? Yeah, I think there's. More I suppose yeah, in more. like shrine ruins, they're sort of they're thin corridors, so there's like edges at the sides. But the desert, it's multiple like very flat areas. Uh, the big deserty bit, yeah, but there's also, mm. I'd say, more. The Frost Islands, I suppose, it's like a couple of flat bits over with like a step in the middle. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense anyway, right? Like, if this is a sort of body of water, why would it be so three D? Yeah. Like, otherwise, it'd be constantly mm. flowing, and it's it's. Well, plus also, you know, this is a game about fighting big monsters. <laughs> you, you don't want to be, like, um. Which map was it where we were fighting something in a cave and we just got stuck in a corner and it was just ruining us? I think it was Rajang. We got stuck in a corner of like going around the bend in a cave and there was like two or three monsters having a brawl right in this really awkward spot. Oh uh, yeah, that's Thinking not what... Lava Caverns. That's not what you want to be doing. Um, one of the things that I think this map's got going for it is, and it might just be some of the selection of monsters that you fight in it, because um, you get a Lumadron in here. And uh, a Lumadron is one of those monsters that most distinctly feels like it's got its own territory. I mm. think the fact that because um, he's just like wallowing in that swamp, isn't he? He's like, "This is my house, get out." But I think that's almost true for some of the other things you find around wandering around here. Like you get that. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a bit. But I feel like this map lends itself. In my head, it's easier for me to think this is uh, this is this guy's backyard. Yeah, I guess, like, um, if I fight as an ogre here, it's generally on that same cliff. If I fight, um, I think you fight Royal Ludroth here, and he's generally down by the waterfall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some of the other maps, it does feel like the monsters just wander around. It's not necessarily, yeah, it feels like, a little, I'll go here and find it. feel a little bit it. more uh, nomadic in the other maps. Which in this yeah. map, it does feel a little bit more, like, uh, deliberate in terms of where they move and stuff. But, yeah, like, that's just a byproduct of it. Being relatively compact where you fight them. The only thing I don't necessarily like about this map is just its colour palette is a little bit I don't know, it feels like it's a like a grey, rainy day. Maybe it just doesn't have very like blue skies, it's got very cloudy skies. Yeah, it's it's quite brown, quite Yeah, yeah I, I can understand. I'd have liked it if it had a bit more of like a, a Sega sky, you know. Yeah, it's definitely like the least vibrant map, isn't it, of all the ones in this game. Because it's generally quite a colourful game and then this map is uh, a bit more like Call of Duty <laughs> yeah, even the desert the old in this Call game of Duties. feels quite colourful 
Yeah. But then I'm trying to think, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't consider Monster Hunter to be a particularly bright and colourful game as such, anyway. I mean, it, it, like, the, most of the bright colour is meant to come through in the monsters, right? Monsters yeah. and uh, the character models. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think there's... I don't know. There's there's no real rest from the... Uh, there's no real spot where it kind of uh, there's any pop in this map, if you see what mm. I mean. I think... Like the lava caverns, always... you've got the bits where there's like the blue crystals and the red lava, and that looks really great. Um, the shrine ruins there's not too much pop but like the waterfall area there is a bit brighter the desert when you're in the um, when you're in the oasis it looks really nice and shiny and pretty frost islands these are all small spots right like yeah yeah, I don't know I don't think it's the uh, you know it's a a rainforest right I guess I guess the the pyramid is meant to be the the spot right yeah, it's, it's the spot. It's, it's just it's, that it's the it same yeah, color. A big brown it's, yeah, spot. It's dull rocks. <laughs> I mean, this is such a minor nitpick, but I do understand where you come from. Totally. Yeah, like again, it's not like it's, it's just it's the one complaint I can think of. Yeah, it's yeah. Not like yeah. I hate the hate the level for it or anything. There are a couple of things I'm not too fond of about the flooded forest. I think one of them. I don't is like that... the forest, and I don't like the flood. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, no, I, th- I think the the fact that if you're fighting a monster that doesn't really go into the kind of swampy areas, they do always tend to kind of near enough without fail. You fight them in that kind of back corner of the map, um, yep. <clears throat> and that can be a get be a bit samey. Mm. You know, whether it's like a Zanogar or a Toby Kadachi or what have you, there you'll you'll always fight them there, mm. um, and that's just a flaw, I suppose, of the the fact that. Those monsters will not go into the swamp areas. Um, my very minor, very minor. Um, this is one of the only areas, though, in the game where there is any sort of performance issues as well. Um, oh, really? Which doesn't norm. Yeah, like there's a there's a area of of off the map like it's the one where like kind Storm of the, all the trees and the river, right? The trees yeah. and the river. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and. If you're in that area, the frame rate does chug slightly, um, and I'm not. I'm not one. F- yeah, it, I think it depends to some it's, extent. It's an area on... I traditionally associate with the roggy, ironically. Yeah, but, but I, that, I, I think that's. I think that's that's it. it. Like the if there is a pack monster that you're fighting there, then there's so much on the screen going on that it will yeah. chug a little bit. Yeah, I don't chug. remember it being a problem in the large monster like solo fights, but maybe that's just me. But yeah. And it's it's not a massive problem. Like I'm not a huge like oh, there's been a frame drop, refund the game. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not one of that crowd or anything like that. But I think because for like the, the game runs very smoothly uh, on the Switch for for like ninety nine percent of the time. Like when you do have that drop, you're like oh, that's a bit yeah, noticeable. You do notice it. You definitely notice it. Yeah. <clears throat> and you, well, unless you're you know, Luke, he with the action so. being so smooth, yeah, well, yeah, but. I don't see um, Fringe, man. So I just see, otherwise. like, the artist's intent. <laughs> I thought they, you were going to say... it for it to chug here. <laughs> I, 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 I probably, like, would have noticed it at the exact moment. I just don't have any memory of it. Yeah. But that's, that's it. Beyond that, I, I do like the map. Um, good old time. Yeah, it's, it's nice that I guess there was there was always a temptation. 
I, I guess they were remaking an old map, weren't they? So maybe not. But uh, after the last game, you see the word forest and you think, oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, it's very it's very clean for the most part with the potential of the cave aside. Uh, it's very easy to navigate this one. Bullfango. Large wild balls with a foul temper. Fertile and wide-ranging, they have been known to form large herds. They are so aggressive that they will attack other members of their own herd if they don't recognize them. Those without a particular reason to hunt them are better off keeping their distance. I don't think have we ever seen, seen a herd. Another bullfango. I don't uh, think you ever see a herd of bullfango either for that matter. Yeah, you see like two or three. You see just one of them. <laughs> I'm sure there's always a couple of them around. They might not be like. A tight pack. They might be more of a. Wider, I think. I think that is how like pack. wild boars work. That they just spread out over a wide area, eat everything, yeah. and then fuck off to the next area. I always see I, signs telling me that there are wild boars in Japanese mountains, and I see footprints, but I've still never actually seen one. Yeah, which I'm a little disappointed about, but also I think they are like. Quite aggressive and dangerous, so I guess I should be glad. Disappointed because it looks like I could be the wild boar, and I want to prove it. <laughs> um, these, um, these are these are rough little fellas, aren't they? They like to like to charge at you. Yeah, these are one of the ultimate oh, banter well, monsters. They were much worse. Like if you ever see footage of like like the early games, like one DOS freedom what have you there um they would like home in from you like from halfway across the zone um <laughs> or near the entirety of the zone so you'd be like and back in those those earlier games like we were thinking we're talking about this on our last episode but hunters have become a lot stronger and hardier it feels like in recent games oh and especially Whereas, in this and, one way more agile Yes, that's it's, it's a classic. It's um, a classic carver in her as well. I think that's the the biggest thing. Bango, <laughs> like it, it, it's, I, it's one of the most common monsters. If you just be sat there innocently carving away, and then just here we go. Well, I think that's the worst that they can do now is is just slightly irritate you while you're trying to get a carve. But I think back in the day, they would actually genuinely fuck you up, and uh, and probably also cause you to get hit by a monster attack, which would probably cause a faint as well. Back in the older games, so uh, yeah, they've, they've been toned back a little bit <laughs> in, in 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 recent games at least. But uh, yeah, they're still still good banner, right? Like getting hit by one of these guys is is uh, <laughs> little shits. Yes, yeah, so you, you, no you, you get that initial bit of annoyance, you're like oh for fuck's sake, but you 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 kind of respect it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when I was talking about the sense of territory. <laughs> <laughs> in this map you have a lumadron but you've always got these little shitheads like running at you every well, now and uh, then which is uh which is cool in the shrine ruins as well there's that bit at the back where there's like the little abandoned like village yeah. or temple complex i feel like that is 100 percent the bullfango's territory yeah <laughs> <laughs> like every time i yeah, clear yeah. i clear out a monster i feel like i'm doing it for the bullfango's benefit not the villagers <laughs> it's nice to see um one of the small creatures that's like a little bit more interact like obviously it charges at you headbutts you it doesn't yeah. think but like it's it's nice to see a sense of personality come through on these things that isn't just sad walk away <laughs> <laughs> um this is like the right the right opposite um yeah 
Yeah, I when Good I have works. like a kindergarten student who is just like you can just see in his face like he's decided to do something naughty and he's gonna do it. I like obviously I have to tell them off, but deep down I do sort of respect it and I find it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and these are just that in like pig form. <laughs> do you guys miss the bill drum? Yeah, why not? He's a bit different, isn't he? He's a big pig. I think the bull drone would have been really fun in Rise because the only thing I didn't like about him is that he was just running around all the time and you're chasing him after him. <laughs> so being able to do that in this game would have actually been pretty fun. Imagine getting a wyvern raid on the bull drone. Oh, that'd be great. Do you remember um, mounting it as the cat in Generations and it just being <laughs> no, the funniest thing ever? He's just doing a little rodeo ride, this tiny little cat on top of it. <laughs> I do remember the fantastic like paralysis animation <laughs> on the real drum as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would actually have genuinely really enjoyed a bull drum in Rise. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Until you brought I wasn't really worried about it until you brought up um Wyvern well, Moding one and I was like, yeah, that would have been great. We'd have added a bit of like I suppose distinction and like and a bit of variety the early, the game. early game monsters yeah. and games. we had that run of just, just dinosaurs yeah get rid of the dog just pigs that's what we would need but just rideable poogies <laughs> oh, no I was thinking the big, the big bullfango rideable yeah. poogies right. but you know good job vicious pissing creatures that form groups to defend their territory from intruders. Though primarily aquatic creatures, they have been known to chase their prey onto land before wriggling back into the banks and into the water. Be sure not to venture too closely to their habitat! Big, chompy fish. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Were these guys new to world, or have they been in the older games? Were they in... Were they in World? I only remember yeah, yeah, they were in World. I don't remember. I yeah, yeah, they were the, in... Um, the I'm padre sh- of the Jurassic sure they were in older games, yeah. but... Just a fucking big, fish, big innit? fish fella, innit? Uh, I don't know, fish. <laughs> They're <laughs> all right. Uh, just a fish, but I still think, you know... Again, it adds a bit of distinction, right? Like He's not just a fish. He's a friend. <laughs> Okay, no, they were introduced in their main story. Yeah. Oh, but they were, they were called catfish, not gajo. Huh. Okay. He, he lives um, on your end. I was thinking I didn't recognise the name gajo. Yeah, that that makes sense. So they <laughs> yeah, were, they only were named gajo in World Gajo is a fish just... introduced in Monster Hunter 3, originally under the name catfish, and considered part of the fish. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a shit name, by the way, catfish. That's, that's not like a, a fantasy creature. Right, I think that's because, um, from what I'm gathering here, in in Monster Hunter 3, it was one of the fish you would actually get by fishing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I it says, it's one of the ones okay. you'd go swimming in the water. Yeah, with. but, well, I don't, yeah, I guess, because you can swim in that game. But it said it's considered part of the fish. Yeah, yeah, like, it's one of the ones you'd get, like, the fishing harpoon yeah. and you'd go stuff. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Get, some, get some guts and stuff. But, yeah, so then in World, it became more like a small monster-type monster. Gotcha. So yeah, like uh, most of the fish just have pretty boring like fish names, right? I kind yep. of uh, 
I kind of like this. Uh, I know it's mostly a fish, but it's got a huge chompy chomp, which is uh, which is always good to see. My and image like of the, it um... in my head is way more piranha-like than it actually is. Yeah, it's I guess because of that chomp. Um, it's much more like a big carp much more, with like, uh, massive teeth. But I, I like catfish. the um, yeah, or a catfish. Weird that. Um, I like the kind of the fins. It's got they're quite. I don't know. It's got like a bit of a prehistoric look to it, hmm. which I quite like, like a coelacanth um, or whatever. Yeah. Um, or one of those. Have so you I, seen those big fish that are like? They just look like a fish, but they're like twice the size of a shark. <laughs> yeah. I like one of them. As far as, a, as far as fish go, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. There's a much more piranha-like creature, but we'll we'll get to that later. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, shall I read out Kelby? Yeah. No. Go for it. Oh no. No. Okay. Well, it's two out of three, so that's a yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, yeah, you, you should. <laughs> You're through I, to the finals. I, Jay, when Jay said no, I was like, oh no, it must be Jay's turn, but no. It is your turn. <laughs> no, I'm just being a car. Wait, sorry. I just looked. I looked up that big fish that I was trying to remember the name of, and its name is Lead Sixthis, which is yeah, whatever. Problematicus. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it problematic? I guess because it's a real big fish. <laughs> I don't know why its name is Problematicus. Probably because of like some historic tweets or something. For a second, before I realised you were going to give like. The scientific name for it. I thought you were going to go, I looked at the name of that fish. Yeah, it's Steve. <laughs> oh, great. No, that's not even the one I was thinking of. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because I just saw yeah, the one I was thinking course. of and recognised the name. It's the Dunkleosteus. Because it's like an armoured fish. So it's like, yeah, really whack. Okay. Um, that was, I thought the Dunk would have a cooler reason than that, but no. <laughs> that's always yeah, called, I thought it was named dunk. after Tim Duncan, the NBA player. No, it's because it's fucking baller at... Um, Shorts versus skins. What was named after uh, Duncan Banneting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Covered off all the all the dunks. Uh, Duncan from Blue. Oh, <laughs> oh that was uh, really it, bored, wasn't it? It's actually named after David Dunkel, the guy who discovered it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking do it. Oh my god, he looks like the biggest dog I've ever seen. Of course he is. He's got a fucking fish named after him. Cool people don't name fishes after themselves. He's got like... Oh, mate. I would absolutely name a fish after myself if I could, but then again, I'm not a cool person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dropping him in the Discord. Look at that fucking forehead. That's like a nine head. That's amazing. (laughs) Holy shit! Jay, what are you calling your fish (laughs) if you discover a fish? Steve. That's not after you. That's after your brother. It would be pretty bad to find like a crappy little fish and like name it after your brother and ruin his life. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. (laughs) Sorry, I I can't get that. That look. That picture looks photoshopped of David Dunkel. It's like one of those. Every time you retweet this photo, I make his head like one inch taller. I feel it's like, like you fucking, know, uh, you know, film Coneheads. Yeah, 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 Conehead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thanks, if you, if you wanted to listen to a podcast where four blokes just bully 
a paleontologist <laughs> who's been dead for 40 years. <laughs> For a picture of him taken in the 1930s. After himself. I mean, yeah, if I looked like that, I wouldn't be drawing attention to myself by naming fish after me. (laughs) That's it. Mr. Salmon, you know, we're not not dunking on him because he doesn't exist. Yeah. Probably. Salmon Rushdie. Salmon wasn't named after a person. It's just one. (laughs) Turns out every animal was. Like, you know, Dave Dog, he's done all right for himself. Okay, <laughs> here we go. To the it's about the idea that Dave Dog has got a child called, like, Fred Beagle and John Daxon. You really struggled for your second breed of dog there, didn't you? <laughs> Rufus Hound. <laughs> actually, actually, it was it was That's the, the funniest Rufus Hound str- joke. Um, I, I, struggled, I struggled to find the first name, not the last name. I, I had Daxon for ages. I was like, what the fuck else can I put in front of this? Good job, mate. Good job. Well done. You take it easy for this segment. Yeah. Um. Uh. All right. The Kelby. Small herbivores known for their gentle demeanour and the medicinal properties of their horns. Those wishing to harvest a horn should aim for the head when attacking them. Um, yeah, obviously, you should aim for the head. Maybe wouldn't like wouldn't the actual advice be to kill it by not hitting its head so the horn is undamaged? Um, it depends how you remove the horn from the head. I guess it's a deer. It's a goat. That's why I said these, it. Fuck you. <laughs> these things. I remember I had to farm them for quite a long time, either for the high quality pelt or for the horn. Probably the horn. Yeah, there's always some like real decent stuff, and it requires Kelby stuff. Yeah. That's about. You know, they're all right. Um, it's kind of nice to see uh, a graceful little herbivore type creature in, uh, little in these games thing. yeah yeah but um you know they're just kind of they're just kind of there really. yeah there is like they... the whole thing about how deer are like sacred in like japanese religion because they're like the messengers of the gods or something but is that why we can't uh kill them? yeah i think so yeah but yeah these are just blue deer in it Yeah, like this is our like third podcast on the Kelby, and there's only so much Kelby chat someone can do. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all right. Highly territorial herbivores that live in coastal areas. Their heavy, sagging hides store nutrients and are prized for the heat and warm resist- water resistance. Didn't say the name Slagtoth in the description there. It was a Slagtoth. These are some oh, I like sad-looking lads, right? <laughs> Yeah, they're just droopy, droopy dino hippo things. They're like drawn picture. Actually, looks quite smug. Like it's quite happy with it. Yeah, it's like he's having a little snooze. Yeah, like uh, unlike the the real monsters, which are just like sad looking motherfuckers. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, if there's an animal you don't want to be a monster hunter, it's definitely this. (laughs) And yeah, we mentioned it with the popo last week, but the. The Slagtoth is like the number one monster they use to just show another monster killing something. It does have, it absolutely stars in 
is it the Geratodos one where it gets like oh it yeah because uh, it's amazing does... that video it's like George, no, it's right? Yeah, it's is it Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Geratodos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it just it sees its two mates go, and <laughs> it just looks so confused and accepting in a sense of its fate, and it runs. Just, oh, God, <laughs> poor fella. It's a great video, but that's about the highlight, I think, <laughs> for Slacked Off in this game. I remember when we did Slacked Off in our very first Small Monsters episode. We found slagdoth.mp4 and it was fun, but I can't remember what it was. Yep. I think that was when Jay first told me that it's like any video that ends with .mp4 is usually That is actually true. Yes. Here we go. He will be missed is the description. (laughs) 22 seconds. It better be good. Fucking it's internet's just... taking forever to load it. <laughs> it's got less than a thousand views. It's just, it's just someone killing a select off with like some music and stuff. <laughs> 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 what? That is the worst video, I think. <laughs> how many, how many video, how many views would this had when we found it? Because I mean, probably like four. Since then, we were clearly amping it up, right? Like save to favorites. <laughs> yeah, they got like that really thick hide. Those big, those big old cheeks. Mm. <laughs> And stuff, but like everything in this world, just <laughs> must tear through it. Like, what is it protecting it from? It's just... like it's like stormtrooper armor, right? It's like, yeah. why wear the armor if every single weapon in the galaxy can kill you in one hit? <laughs> like, it, you, you sort of can, with they? the with the um with the popos. It's like at least they're warm, <laughs> you know. Yeah. At least they're warm. Whereas with this thing, I don't know. It's just. It seems like it's a big hindrance. Well, it and says not in the description, um, their heavy, sagging hide store nutrients and a prize for their heat and water resistance. So I guess it's like wearing a wetsuit, but one that doesn't fit very well. I, I mean, I was thinking maybe it's a bit water resistant, but like, isn't just skin in general? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it gets into your skin, and then you get like the. Wrinkly fingers, don't you? I was going to say that. Was that yeah, 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 yeah. Not very water resistant. Yeah, all. but like, you know. Osmosis, bitch. Rock lizard. A small lizard that lives in various locales. To protect itself from predators, rock lizards will attach mineral to their body in order to blend in with their surroundings. If attacked, they will shed these minerals and escape. They are popular among hunters as the minerals have many uses. Scale lizard. Relatives of the rock lizard. These lizards can also be found... They're minerals, <laughs> Marie! Unlike the rock lizard, they don't attack minerals to their bodies. Fucking monster or wiki, man. Instead, they tend to use monster scales and claws. Scale lizards are extremely rare as they inhabit areas seldom travelled. They are prized by hunters as the materials they drop fetch a high price. 
boulder lizard, a relative of the rock lizard. These lizards can be found in a number of locales, and like the rock lizard, it also attaches a variety of minerals to its body to protect itself. However, these minerals are typically harder than those found on the rock lizard, and are more sought after by hunters. So is boulder Why better than scale, is this? or is this the wrong way around? No, it's, um, so rock lizard does low rank rocks, scale lizard does monster parts, and then boulder lizard does high rank rocks. What, what, so I guess it has to come parts? next, because it's high rank. I think scale lizard can do both kinds. So scale lizard is better. Yeah, but you can meet a scale lizard earlier, right? Because mm. it's the same lizard for both ranks. Lazy. Well, what's crazy is that this is the... Like, there was absolutely no need to write three different descriptions for this one, but it's the one where they did. Mm. Whereas, like, the spirit bird and everything, they have all <laughs> the same description. <laughs> Why did they decide the lizards need to have their own unique prose written for each uh... one? Well, I guess they, they do do something a little bit different, whereas the birds just give you something. It's just a, a different something. Well, that's I, what these just give you a different I, 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 I don't remember that. that <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but these guys gave you something I don't remember tangible. that James Morrison song. They're <laughs> 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 oh, alright, these feathers. Yeah, I like I've only of... just noticed um, their cute little eye. Well, that's quite nice. They remind me of Dark Souls. What doesn't yeah, remind they do. you of Dark yeah. Souls? A butterfly with crimson wings. In flight, they look like dancing flames, and in the past were often mistaken for fire or ghosts. When attacked, they release a type of dust beat before fleeing. Fleeing? Fleeing? (laughs) This dust can temporarily boost attack strength if it is inhaled. (coughs) The people in this village just think every fucking bird and bug they see is a ghost. Or flames. Don't forget. I was laughing at it. It's like, what a tooth. Like... <laughs> fire. No, not fire. A ghost. Can it go through a door? Hmm. <laughs> like. So maybe this is like the sort of um, the quiz shows that they used to host in productions <laughs> in the Monster Hunter world. Is it a fire or is it a ghost? It's the medieval equivalent of filming a plastic bag in the wind and be like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, look at that butterfly, it's a ghost. That's, they're not equivalent at all, actually. <laughs> I feel like we need to. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> no, um, we we laugh, but to his credit, you gotta say to it must be a really bad take if I'm willing to back down on it. <laughs> um. Uh, I feel like we need to spend more time on the village folk in uh, in this universe because their suspicions. Well, mate, we are might have six months to fill with whatever good. the fuck I could come up with, so maybe we'll do some episodes <laughs> on humans. <laughs> I will not be attending those podcasts. Are these fellas? Uh, are they new to the game? Yeah, same? pretty much all of these, all the games? these bugs and birds and stuff that give you a buff are new to this game. <laughs> yep. Um, they, the endemic yeah, life yeah. wasn't a thing until World, and then in World it was basically just for show. Or you could collect it and put it in your room. And yeah. this game made them and into power And wasps. Oh yeah, figure wasps, I guess. There were, yeah, there were a couple of, And the, the flash flies, as we discovered earlier. But yeah, for the most part, yeah. having just a bunch of power-ups floating around is brand new for this game. I'd say, i tell you what, for a, for a butterfly... Um, or it's, ghost. It's a, bit, it's a bit bland. <laughs> or ghost. 
for a ghost, maybe it's not that bland. For a butterfly, I think it's a little bit. It's, it's, it doesn't really have any such a autumnal, like ready orange brown. Any mystery solving teenager bit... or dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit like Scooby Doo. Yeah. Well, imagine if every episode of Scooby Doo, they take the mask off the monster at the end, then it's just a fucking bird or butterfly. <laughs> Fortune Owl, an auspicious owl of this region, with golden feathers on its chest and a cat-like face. Due to its extreme rarity, it has been a symbol of wealth since ancient times. Those who encounter it are said to come into great fortune. I've nothing new to add on this lad from Um, what I said last week about the Felicia Crow, but as a total side note, bring back Malfesto. I've got some like little fucking... Boring, I'm a Japan geek shit, if you want. Is it more important than bring back Malfestio? No, they should bring back Malfestio. Yeah, Malfestio is dope. undercut the message. Owls are like good luck. You put them on your school bag and stuff as a charm. Also, it looks like a Maneki Neko, the cat that waves at you and brings you good fortune. <laughs> bring, bring back, back Malfestio. Malfestio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish that this was a, uh, a visual format so that at the end we could... Uh... Just cut to a rip Malfestio screen. <laughs> Malfestio.mp4. I'll film myself killing an Malfestio. Yeah, I was going to say I'll make my own Malfestio.mp4. Please. Hello, darkness, my old friend. As long as you have like the, a really ill-fitting like, rap song whilst you're attacking it to really drive home <laughs> the, the spirit of the MonsterHunter.mp4 series. Gagana, carnivorous fish native to the flooded forest. Though usually docile, they'll go into a frenzy when they smell meat. Gagana will attempt to sink their teeth into anything, monsters and hunters alike. The ravenous behaviour subsides once they have had their fill, but will return when hunger sets in. I, uh, that last line is also about me at dinner time. I like these lads. Like, <laughs> like uh, popping down the. So you have to use the um, like meat you get in the supply box at the beginning, and oh yeah, of course. And um, if you put them down that next to a monster, they'll they'll erupt from like the water like a almost like a geezer, um, and just like do and just do constant like tick damage tick damage like 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 loads at once on the monster but <laughs> like at quite Brown. a rapid pace so I presume you get a decent chunk of damage. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something a bit different from that's a, that I don't that's think they've done before, like as a as a sort of environmental trap, so to speak. Because typically it's I guess you have the cats um, in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're a little bit different because they're like yeah, and whatever, and yeah. they kind of like but because they're they're sentient. They only do that after you've fish. trapped the monster as well, right? Like, no, no, you got the ones that like, yeah, that's what I mean. Them into Once the vines, right? But yeah, he like he doesn't mean like trap, trapped, but like yeah, like they still like you, you trap them in like a, you still like but, but like traps, yeah, you still yeah, like correct, trigger correct, them, right? Like you still it. like activate them, like they trap the monster and then 
they do they do their damage. No, you can do it. No, by that's not what I mean. What I mean is like they will they will trap the monster and then do the damage, whereas these guys, the monster can run out of the damage zone. So it's a bit more I suppose a bit more of a, a, right. a, a skill element at play where like keeping the monster in the fishy peril zone as they call it. <laughs> 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 But, uh, fishy peril zone. Contestants have entered the fishy peril zone. <laughs> In this zone, they'll have to have their flesh torn from their bones by a pack of piranhas. I was just thinking that they really ran out of ideas for the new Sonic game. It's like um, I don't know. I I was thinking, you know, this is a really dark version of Fort Bayard. It's come back. <laughs> You know, when they have to, where they're just ahead going through all those challenges, <laughs> and now ahead. <laughs> I love, I love. Well, I why did he swear off of Fort Because after we talked about Fort Boyard, I asked if he liked Chef Boyardees. <laughs> the tone, the tone of what you said is like you had like an intervention, like where you sat him down and go. <laughs> no much, no more for me art. You told me you were. Yeah. was like, oh, but is, 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 isn't it great when they go into the lighthouse and speak to the old man? No, just my one riddle. more, just one great? more time. Yeah, one more hit. <laughs> you would think that there would be, because in a lot of ways, the the it's a, it's fantasized, but there's a lot of uh, I mean know, um, mirroring of uh, of nature in the monster games. And there's like, I can't think of any other swarms, right, that Monster Hunter has, which makes sense because generally the game is about you standing off against a single monster. But to have a a little interaction that you can use to literally bait some uh, some piranha type things, I think that's a pretty pretty good idea. I mean, yeah, real piranha are not actually like anywhere near as dangerous as people make them out in fiction, but when they're hungry, they can chop. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Absolutely yeah, not. it makes but sense. But for the fantasy I mean, this is a game element of dragons, it, they just don't I think that's, exist. That's great. So it's okay to have fictional piranhas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I there was a pet store near where we lived, or like you know, one of yeah, those stores yeah. that had like loads of exotic fish that you could buy. I bet, I bet Max and Blake was down there all the time. One piranha. I'm pretty sure it's called. But like. It said that bad children would be fed to it. I don't I mean, know they're if they're allowed, allowed to, to put it on a jokey <laughs> sign, right? <laughs> yeah, jokey. <laughs> <laughs> but was it a joke, though? <clears throat> Prism Spirit Bird. A small bird that glows a spectrum of colours. This glow comes from pollen that accumulates on its body while drinking nectar. Many mistake this glow <laughs> for a human soul. Hence the name. Um, Petalases... <laughs> Become fragrant and gain maximized abilities with imbu- when imbued with uh, this this pollen. I mean, like, this or is just laces, the cop out for when you're in a map where you Correct. can't go around and collect yeah. the regular ones. But yeah, I'm glad you don't have to muck around collecting it's one of everything the, uh, when you're about to do yeah. like a boss Andy's fight in an arena spider-book. or whatever. But then, why don't you? Why yeah, don't you just I know start what you mean. With... Okay. It's like okay, but why don't you just start with the th- <laughs> with the stuff? Just juice me. Yeah, I guess it 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 means they don't have to break their own mechanics. So, 
Actually, actually, no. The reason <laughs> why is because Andy always fucking forgets to get his spirit bird. I seem to recall in that rampage that we somehow managed to fail. Both Jay and Andy forgot their spirit birds. Yeah. A frog known primarily for its distinctive <laughs> red fins, it can puff itself up with pheromones to float like <laughs> Ferrero a bird. Ferrero moans. Ferrero Rocher moans. Ferrero yeah. It's Christmas, mate. It's on the mind. Not one to shy away from... Con- con- okay, there, this is the wiki's fault this time. Confrontation. It instead spreads its menacing fins in a show of intimidation, even against much larger foes, though not always wisely. Uh, this show sometimes has the opposite effect, comma, a, a full stop and a comma at the same time, neck, instead attracting predators. Thus, some hunters use it as a decoy, hence the name. Dream of confornication. <laughs> These lads are the ones that you stick down and then the monster will stop focusing on you and go attack the trick toad, right? Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, they're pretty useful. Like, yep. That's the one. Basically, giving you maybe like five, ten seconds of free damage on the monster without him attacking you, provided you don't like end up running into the monsters, flailing at the trick toad. Um, so, from a mechanical standpoint, compared mm. to most of the endemic like we spoke about, <laughs> they actually are very much worth picking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gives you a chance to do a little weapon sharpening. Exactly. Healing. I don't you think they actually really use them useful. very often, but you know, nice See. that they're there. I guess they're one of those things that, like, theoretically, could come in really clutch for you. But generally speaking, um, game's not mm. too challenging. There's a there's a lot of like content. Content in this game really that we're thinking like maybe it will be important in G rank. Watch as it's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, I see. It's just a reply. I was searching Trick Toad on Google Images, and there was an image of the Zamtrios, and the link yeah. was to a Capcom tweet, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. But no, Capcom doesn't mention Zamtrust, just one of the replies does. I think we're getting a live reaction to a review. Uh, Disappointed! Thanks, Kevin. Quetzal Cobra. A rare snake that inhabits the flooded forest. It can fan out its neck appearing like the wings of a bird, in a display used to threaten predators or attract mates. It secretes a fluid from its mouth that has healing properties. It used to be worshipped by humans, but this practice has disappeared over time, and now it just lives its enigmatic life free of all the fuss. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I really, yeah, I really love... <laughs> I love the way that that's written because it makes it seem like there's just yep. one uh, Quetzal Cobra that's ever existed. Oh, I have actually <laughs> it's found just quite this happy one for a little bit of spare time because he lives at the top yeah. of the pyramid. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. He lives in so, the, yeah, actually, uh, you heart would of the temple. 
Go to yeah, where this one is. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you turn up, he's like, yeah, oh yeah, no, I thought you guys had stopped. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> he's like, yes, yes, here's the gift shop. <laughs> Just say your prayers quickly and leave. <laughs> King of the Nibbly Wrigleys. Does seem to be a theme in this game that a lot of the smaller creatures have healing properties. It's useful, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it's useful. But I guess that's just a, you know, a mechanical side effect of you not really interacting with I'm, I'm not going to interact with anything that's not going to heal me. Stuff. I only speak to doctors from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's not saying well, anything, is he, still, sir? Yeah. I guess he's not talking I mean, to us. That won't so. change his level of input to this podcast at all. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. I, you know, it's great. No, that's Andy. No, um, <laughs> I still, I'm still so happy about yeah. that. Um, those hunters' notes—they're brilliant. Inside the room, there is a crack on the floor on the pedestal that the Quetzalcobra can slither up out of. If attacked, it leaves through the hole it arrived in. <laughs> Where's it going? Away. We are uh, being good boys and getting a few episodes in the can and uh, over the Christmas and the year break, so we are recording this quite far in advance. And for for once, um, we don't actually know what we're doing next. <laughs> so um, it will be about Monster Hunter, I presume. <laughs> so please. Without the last would, couple of episodes have gone, that. neither would I. <laughs> but uh, yes, join us for <laughs> a podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to uh, keep an eye on the feed and find out what's coming up next week, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just search Monster Mash Podcast. Make sure you tell your Monster Hunter playing friends about it. Make sure you uh, rate and review, like and subscribe, all of that shite. And uh, if you want to help keep it online, if you want to find out about other podcasts I can create, all of that information can be found at patreon.com slash podcastio. Podcastius. In fact, you can probably see what, what next week's episode is right now, if you do that. But uh, in the meantime, boss, what can they tweet Andyman949 this week? Um, if you could just tweet him ideas for um, Monster Hunter Rise podcasts that we could that we have Monster Hunter Rise to be fair uh, that'd be good well actually no it genuinely or just that, tweet ideas yeah, if you have you. ideas for podcasts you want us to do between now and Sunbreak do please tweet them at Andy Man 949 because yeah we don't know what we're going to do but uh, I think yeah, I think what Andy's really saying is it doesn't have to be Rise it just has to be Monster Hunter right yeah yeah exactly. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we do the yes. revisiting the old monsters? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did a Rise uh, World Monsters episode. You remember you hunted the um, Kulu? World. Oh, ne- <laughs> ne- let's never assume I remember what I know, I know. These uh, two hour slots. Toodles, see you on the other side. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>